Brilliant. So I want to explain why I put a tent on the platform. I was thinking uh, this morning and preparing the next bit of John's gospel, and it just seemed to be so appropriate that I wanted to bring it to you tonight as well. And the tent seemed to be the way of doing it. There's a little verse in John 15. I know you've been looking at John 14, and so it's the next chapter. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Remain in my love. I want to just explore what it means to remain in God's love with the help of, this is my tent. I absolutely love camping. And it did occur to me, I'm going to give you some tips on camping. It did occur to me that it might have been better if I'd done that before you went camping, but never mind. I'm sure Joel and the others have given you lots and lots of advice. But I want to ask two questions. What is God's love? And secondly, how do we remain in God's love? I want to tell you four things about God's love. And I want to imagine it, that it's like being inside this tent in a storm. That there is nothing... I love uh, the, the feeling of the rain on the tent when you are confident that the tent is not going to let you down. Uh, I have had, been in a tent that has collapsed twice. Once with Joel and once with Zach. And um, it's not a great feeling when they collapse on you in the middle of a storm, and you're lying there, and you have, you're aware of the wind and the rain, and then you're suddenly aware that a tent is touching your face, and you think, I'm on my back, the tent shouldn't be touching my face. And you're aware that things have broken, and you have this thought, well, do we stay in the tent... Or if we get out of the tent, it's going to blow away, and then we'll be standing with nothing. So you, you, you stay in the tent, and it just keeps flapping and hitting you, and you think, it, I can't blow away, surely. And that's been uh, our experience. So uh, the first tent that Joel and I were in many, many years ago was 50 quid from Tesco's. I don't want to say anything, but don't buy a 50 quid tent, <laughs> because they don't last. It wasn't even a bad storm. It was a mild storm. This... Uh, was my birthday present some years ago. This is, it's worth paying more for a tent because there is nothing better than being inside and feeling I am safe. Nothing is going to blow this tent away. And um, I've been in some storms uh, and nothing can blow this tent away. And that is a great feeling. And I want you to imagine that, that that feeling of being inside and warm and secure is like being in God's love and having certain things with you that mean you can stay there for a long time. We'll come back to that in a minute. Four things about God's love that I want to just uh, show you and reflect on. The first, it's all about knowing that we are loved. And I hope, uh, and I so... Um, uh, folks, a number of folks told me what Luke had said yesterday, and uh, it really, uh, it really moved me because knowing that we are loved and being in a safe and secure place is often experienced on camp. Uh, for, for, for you on camp now, you need to thank God that generations ago I did the camp 
talks every year for eight years running. I mean, how young people survive that, I don't know. <laughs> At least you get some variety, but every night for, for eight years was me. Um, but I do know that, you, that there's, coming home for, for lots of people can feel really difficult. And we think, it's been great here. It's always rubbish on the first two or three days. Uh, so I don't like to listen to anybody phone me from camp until at least Thursday. Because I know everybody's in a bad mood Tuesday. Uh, that's how it is. But by Thursday, Friday, it's fantastic. Saturday, you don't want to go home. And how do you stay somewhere? How do you stay in God's love? How do you keep what you've experienced and felt over the last three or four days. How do you keep that? What is it that we want to, to stay in? Four things. Firstly, that this God's love is a place of cleansing without guilt. It is knowing that God loves us and that he's forgiven and washed away all the shame, all the rubbish things that we hate about ourselves, all the things that we feel embarrassed of, all the things that are regrets. The place of God's love, and I'm going to pin this to the tent of God's love, is cleansing without guilt. And that is such a precious feeling, to be free from guilt. That's what the cross brings. That's what a, a relationship with Jesus brings, is he wants to... I know religion wants to impose guilt, but Jesus wants to set us free. He wants to wash guilt away. Second thing is security without fear. In other words, that in the place of God's love, we know we are loved and we are safe in that love. And John in his letter says, look, perfect love has cast out all fear. And we may be frightened of people, we may be frightened of things, but in God's love, in the place of God's love, there is no fear. There's peace that he loves us. There is peace that he accepts us. There's no strivings anymore. There's no effort. There's no religious rules to keep. This is the place of love. Security without fear. And the third thing is contentment without resentment. In other words, the place of God's love is where all the envy all the strivings, all the things that we think will make us happy and we resent that other people have or that we don't have, all the things that we don't like about life that haven't happened. In this place, in this place of security, in the storm, we're at peace because we are loved. And it doesn't matter that we're different to other people, that they have different things to us. We are loved. And the fourth thing is that there is value without feeling worthless, that we are precious, we are worth the blood of Jesus, we are worth the cross, we are significant, we matter. And so this place of love, in the storm, in the rain, in the cold, this is where you want to stay. You don't want to have to get up in the middle of the night and do something. There is nothing worse. When we used to go, when I used to go on camp as a speaker, we used to have... Um, old, uh, you're not going to believe this, tents, that in the rain, the ropes changed. They tightened. In the rain, you had to get up and loosen the guy ropes. 
The very point of wanting to be inside the tent and secure was the moment you had to get up and go out, find some flipping wellies, the rain, and change it. Do you remember people, old folks, remember that? Horrendous experience. But actually, what you want to be is secure and safe and know I'm okay because I'm in the place of God's love. He says, as the Father has loved me, Jesus says, I've loved you. Now stay. Don't move away. Don't go out in the cold and the night in the rain. Don't move away from my love. If you've been on camp, don't move away. And you might say, well, how do I not move away? Is there anything I need to do? Well, he says, if you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love. He suggests some things that we need to do. You could choose lots of different commands. I'm going to choose five that I think are really, really important. And it occurred to me that I would try and add them to tips that I've learned about camping. Because I love camping. I go, lots of you know that I'm walking around the coast of Britain. Whenever I get a week free, I go for about four days on my own, just me and the dog, and I walk and I camp. And I've learned some things. And I'm going to give you five tips. And I'm going to try. This is really bad because I wanted to link them into things that you might remember. So they're very, very tenuous. And if I was a proper minister and speaker and professional, then they would alliterate and be brilliant. But these are so tenuous. Anyway, so five commands to start with. Five things that Jesus says, look, remain in my love, obey my commands, and you will stay in the place of safety. Here are the five things. The first thing that you need is you need to peg down the tent. I've got some pegs. Secret is to an angle. Don't go straight in. Certainly don't go the angle away from the tent. You want to go that way, and that way it's being pulled against, and they don't come out if you've got good pegs. You need to peg down the tent because it is preparation and protection against the storm. There were two Ps in there. And, uh, oh, incidentally, I need to tell you that one of the mature members of the church asked me uh, about what I do about toileting. And I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to go anywhere near that. Uh, but I, there is a tip I can give you later on if you want to know how to stay in a tent for a long time. <laughs> but while we're thinking about two Ps, the P that I want to talk to you about, <laughs> this, I apologize, it's poor, isn't it? Is knowing and remaining in the pages and promises of Scripture. You cannot remain in God's love if you're not listening to what he's saying. My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I don't mean you suddenly in the storm. It's no point in the storm going, oh, I better put the pegs in. You put the pegs in way before the storm. You read and learn and listen to Scripture way before you need it. It's no good on the day of a problem going, oh, I better find a verse. Get it in here. Put it in and prepare it. Come week by week and hear scripture so that you just know, oh, perfect love casts out fear. I know that's in 1 John. Remain in my love. Oh, yeah, I know that's in John 15. I am the way, the truth, and life. Yeah, I know that's in John 14. If you're going to stay in this place of safety, you need to prepare with the pegs 
the promises of Scripture. You know the pages you're reading, you're studying, you're listening with a group of people. The best way to read the Bible is three ways. And the best way is to do all three. One, on your own. Two, in a group. Three, in a congregation. Because you get all different aspects in those three ways of looking at Scripture. And you bring them together. And you will stay in God's love if you are regularly knowing and remaining in the promises of Scripture. So that's my first tip. My second tip is about light. Now, I've had many torches and many lights, but this is brilliant. And I, I used to have one of those torches that you put on your head, like a little Dalek thing, and you keep banging it, and then it hits down, and it goes all over the place. And, but this is perfect. Rolls up nice and neat in my bag. There you go. Wherever I'm looking, I can see light. I've always got light. It cannot be knocked off me. It's perfect. I know it's blinding. I had this on for 10 minutes this morning, and then at the end of the service, people said, the whole 10 minutes you were wearing that, I couldn't see a thing, because it was so, <laughs> so bright. So I will turn it off. There you go. And the extra thing about it is, is it, it, you don't have to worry about batteries, because it's a USB thing. You just plug it into your phone charger, and it charges up straight away. And it charges really quickly. This is a present to me from the family. It is brilliant. Light is really important to get rid of the darkness. You can stay in here all through the night because you can just see, you can read, you can do things, you can find things. Light is really important. What might my elf, my second command to stay in the love of Jesus, to stay is this. And this is even more tenuous than the last one. Look for the love of God in action in your life. Look for gratitude. Look for things to be thankful. That's why you started off on camp talking about things to be thankful for, and you've ended talking about things to be thankful for. Look for gratitude. Be in a place where people give thanks to God. Come to community where thankfulness is a core part of what is done. You stay in God's love by choosing thankfulness, worship over bitterness, complaint, negativity, resentment. And the, one of the best ways of being grateful is just to sing of God's love. So that's my second tip, is you firstly, you want to be in the pages of Scripture. Secondly, you want to look for the love of God in action already in your life. Third tip, now this is a really good tip. I have to say the morning congregation disagreed with this. And, and, and some very unhelpful things were said. But I strongly say this is a tip. Now, you may have heard that I only eat pot noodles on camp, when I'm camping. That is not actually true. Pot noodle is the treat that I might have on one occasion. My staple diet, this is the secret. You need some food. You need food for sustenance. You will need something that doesn't matter if it gets too hot, and it doesn't matter if it, if it gets too cold. It doesn't matter if you're stuck there. You can have it on anything. This is what you need. Heinz sandwich spread. It is. No, it is. Don't. It's good. It is delicious. I haven't. You don't like it, Joel, do you?
Uh, yeah, it's good. You can have bread. You can have cream crackers. Somebody told me about oat cakes, which I've got to try. But cream crackers, always good to have a packet of cream crackers because it can't go off. If you're stuck in your tent through a storm, you've got sandwich spread, it's all you need. <laughs> cream crackers, and, and you're away. So, food to sustain us, sandwich spread. Third thing, to stay in the place of God's love uh, is to spread love is to choose to act out love, to choose to be loving even when you don't feel like it, to choose to welcome, to choose to be generous, to choose to care. It's not that you choose to like people. You may not like people. That's normal. There's quite a few people I don't like. But I'm called to love them, called to love my enemies. It's an action, it's a decision. So when you act out loving people and you choose to welcome, you choose to be generous, you choose to care for people at home, at work, at college, at school, friends, you choose to do what is best for somebody else, you will stay in God's love. This is the command that probably was at the back of Jesus' mind when he said, remain in my love, because he told them before and after, this is my command, love one another. You cannot get away that the very fundamental part of Christianity is you need to choose to love. That's how you stay in love. You choose to ignore or to hate and you find yourself outside the tent and you find yourself no longer in a place of peace or no longer in a place of contentment or no longer in a place of cleanliness. You find yourself in a place of guilt and a place of fear if we choose not to love. If we choose argument and bitterness and, and uh, Deb and I fell out this morning over the role of football. Incidentally, just remember the rules. You don't tell me any football results because I'll get home and watch later. So don't tell me any results from today. We choose to love. Fourth thing is uh, the bed. I know on camp you have to have the roll mats. If you go camping on your own, get a proper inflatable bed and a little uh, battery inflatable thing. Uh, not, what's the word? Pump. That's the word I'm looking for. A little one of those, and you can sleep forever. So, so comfortable. You're going to stay in here for a long, long time. You need to be able to rest. You need to be able to lie down and not feel every bump on the ground. It's just beautiful to rest. And my tip, the command to stay in this place of rest is to find a rhythm of one in seven resting. In other words, that you know how to work hard and you know how to rest. For me, resting is walking, getting in here securely, dog in the bed here, me in the tent, fantastic. Resting. You need to find what it is that you can do that rests, that restores, that rebuilds. One in seven is the pattern. Six in seven is laziness. And it, it doesn't make us feel better. 
Seven in seven is stupidity and we burn out and we find ourselves hating God. Why have you made me do all of this? Why is life so hard? Why can't I have peace? So the command from the very Ten Commandments is to rest and find something, the finer things that restore, whether it's music or sport or company, parties, whatever it is. If you're going to stay in God's love, you need to be free from resentment that it's too difficult and allow him to refresh and to rebuild us. Last thing, and then we'll sing and uh, chat together afterwards. Last thing is the flap here. The flap keeps the midges out. Midges are the horrible, bitey things that... How many of you have got bites from camp? Yeah. That's because what you have to do... Let me give you a tip. So what you firstly do is you go in... You keep the inner flap done up. Let me go, let me go inside and show you this. this thing. So you have two zips. This one, keep completely done up. And you never open this one. Now you've got a little flap there, so it's a mesh. Keeps out every single beastie that bites. There's nothing worse than being bitten at night. But you don't open this one while this one is open. So you shut this one down. You come in, this is shut. You come in, you shut this one. Oh, by the way, you turn your light off. No lights, because that attracts them. No lights. <laughs> and you're in the middle of this sort of airlock. When that's shut and done up, then you undo the inner one. And you get inside, then you do up the inner one. And you are safe from being bitten. <laughs> that is such a fantastic thing. Now, where's, I need to get out of here. <laughs> okay. My last tip, because there is nothing worse than you're in the tent and you hear that kind of whiny noise and you know one of them's in there with you. <laughs> and there's nothing worse because you know it's going to bite and it's going to itch and it's going to swell and it's a horrible thing. So you zip up the flap to keep out the midges. Final command, stay in the love of God, is to let go of anger, the flap of forgiving. That when the people hurt us and damage us, and we, they say sorry, we forgive them. And when people hurt and damage us and they don't say sorry, we choose to let go. We choose not to carry it. We choose not to want revenge. Incredible words of Jesus. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. We cannot stay in the place of God's love when the storms, oops, when the storms hit. We cannot stay. There we go. We cannot stay in this place when we hold on to anger. Forgiveness is a choice. Sometimes it's a very hard feeling, but we choose it and God brings his miraculous healing into our hearts 
And the more we choose it, the more it becomes a reality. But you cannot be in this place and resent somebody. You cannot stay in God's love and be angry with somebody else. We just, it's just like getting out in the middle of the night and standing in the cold and wondering why we're wet. Five things to do to hold on to God's forgiveness. Firstly, the pages and promises of Scripture. Secondly, the light of looking for the love of God in action in your life and gratitude. Thirdly, spread it, do it. Fourthly, rest. Fifthly, forgive. I jotted those little things down onto a card with a scripture, with the scriptures. And when the service ends in a moment, if you want to think any of those are helpful for you, you could have come up with your own, but I think there are five really good ones to start. If any of those are helpful, you want to study those, you want to remember them, you want to start by getting into scripture and you just want to choose those five passages to begin with, then at the end of the service in, in about five or ten minutes, come and take one of those and uh, let it be part of your prayer. We want to stay. We may have been Christians for years, but we've left the flap open and the midges have got in and we're filled with bitterness. We may have been Christians for years, but we are in the dark because we don't put the light on and we're not able to be grateful. We may have been Christians for years, but we've not got any pegs in place. And the moment the storms hit and the rain comes down and the floods come up, we know the song, but we don't know the point because we don't know the words of Jesus and put them into practice. Or it may be that we've been a Christian for years and we've been sleeping on the ground with no inflatable mattress and we don't rest. Five things that we can do, five commands to follow. They're not the only five commands, but they're five good ones to start with. Uh, Chloe and the band are going to rejoin me. And uh, let's stand. You stand, I'm going to pray for them in here, if that's okay. Let's stand. Let's pray. Lord, we want to remain in your love. We don't want to get out into the cold and the wet and the damp and the storm. We want to stay safe. And we stay here for a long time in your love. By your spirit, if there are things that you're just gently prompting us to do and to choose, give us the courage to do that. Or the courage to return to things. Or the courage to embrace for the first time. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that your love is indescribable in lots of ways, deeper and higher and longer than anyone can explain or imagine, that your grace abounds, that your patience is unwavering, that your mercy is generous. May we know your love together, again as we worship, as we give thanks for your reckless love.
Amen.